James Cook University to pay Dr. Peter Ridd $1.2 million. Let's have a look. Good evening, everyone. I'm Florian Heiser, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. Got my Stein here. Not coffee at the moment, because it's 34 degrees on a Friday night in Brisbane. Not good for all the bushfires going on. I hope all the people are okay. But I thought we'd read a positive news piece, something encouraging. And this is uh, a piece from ABC News. Now, it's about Dr. Peter Ridd, who was unfairly dismissed from JCU, James Cook University. Now, Peter Ridd, I would say, is a contrarian to the prevailing position and accepted mainstream position with regard to the Great Barrier Reef dying or being dead. And we need to pump money in it more and more and more. We need to fuel it up. Fuel it up, push more money in there. I actually met him, met him in person at an event in Brisbane and heard him speak. It's quite good. And it was shocking to hear just how he'd been treated by his employers. So, this is fantastic news. So, let's have a read through this and then look at some other things. So, James Cook University has been ordered to pay marine physicist Peter Ridd, or he's actually Dr. Peter Ridd, more than 1.2 million in compensation after he was wrongly sacked. A court has ruled. Dr. Ridd was dismissed by James Cook University in 2018 after being issued with a number of warnings for comments he made about a coral researcher and for telling Sky TV that organizations like the Australian Institute of Marine Sciences could no longer be trusted. Court documents at the time said Dr. Ridd described his colleague in an email as not having any clue about the weather. Well, oh no, <laughs> that's such a harsh statement. And that he will give the normal doom science about the Great Barrier Reef. Now, I spoke, I spoke to Dr. Ridd at the end of this conference. And I asked him one question about the funding for this research. Because there is an inherent bias in a lot of the organizations that fund this research, be they political, be they universities. Uh, and if you go to a private organization, there's always a concern that it's just privately funded. And we've seen that in food research. We've seen that in the tobacco industry. So I asked, what about if you were to publicly source it, like using a Kickstarter, something similar like that to help fund the research. And it's the same issue. It's that issue with the perceived bias. But from my interview with Dr. Richard Hames, the futurist, the issue comes across as there already so much bias in these organizations. So here, the normal stance is this doom and gloom about the Great Barrier Reef is dying. I mean, school children are going to bed terrified that the reef is dying. One of the earliest memories I have is of a child seeing an advertisement for dolphin, what was it? Dolphin uh, washing detergent. So you save the dolphins. It's good for the environment. And I asked my mother to buy that to save the dolphins. So guys, using this to manipulate people has been going on for a bloody long time. So Dr. Ridd said, said in another email that JCU, along with other universities, were Orwellian in nature. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with that. For those of you that have worked in a university, I'm sure you can attest to how it, just the bureaucracy. And that's the thing. We've got universities are now so dependent on international students, a lot of them. And where does that money all go? It's pissed away on buildings and on non-teaching staff. 
In his judgment in April this year, Federal Circuit Court Judge Salvatore Fuster found Dr. Ridd's termination was unlawful, as JCU's enterprise agreement protected his comments over and above the university's code of conduct. I mean, do you think these comments, what he said to Sky News about this organization that he can't be trusted, and, you know, that a colleague doesn't have a clue about the weather, and will give the standard, does that, that doesn't seem too harsh or too critical, does it? I mean, compared to what you get on YouTube. Today, Judge Vasta made a provisional order for the payment of compensation to Dr. Ridd amounting to more than $1.2 million. The university was ordered to pay $1 million and change as compensation and $125,000 in pecuniary, pecuniary penalties for Dr. Ridd. Judge Vasta said Dr. Ridd was entitled to speak and write without fear of retribution. The university can now appeal the ruling in the federal court. And I bet you they will. Because, you know, this really is a matter of free speech. Now, someone at a university should be free to speak and write without fear of retribution. And one thing Dr. Ridd said in his speech that stuck with me was that he considered himself a senior person in the profession. It didn't matter as much to him if he lost his job. He was at a point in his career where it was his responsibility, he saw it, to take these risks, to stand up for the right to speak, to write, without fear of, you know, being fired, frankly. Because otherwise, it, it will flow down the chain. You'll have other people who aren't, you know, or who are too scared to do it. And the university, if, I mean, we, we're seeing this happen at universities all around Australia with the, the protests, you know. Bettina, when she's going around to her her lectures, they're protesting and banging on the walls and all these crazy nutters. And it, it's just, it's a representation of our culture and how just another freedom is getting chipped away bit by bit. So let's have a look at another article to what, the, what happened here. Uh, so James Cook University staff avoid using emails after climate change skeptics sacked. Okay, so... This was from 2018. So look how they, how they frame it. I mean, because, you know, this is from the ABC, guys. And, and what's wrong with being skeptical of things? What is wrong with being skeptical? Frankly, I, I would, I've discovered one of my, um, uh, probably one of my favorite lecturers at university was uh, blindly attacking and following a rhetoric against people who are skeptical of just the climate change narrative or the actual impact that humanity can have on it. That kind of disappointed me a bit. I, I always hope that people, I guess the older I'm getting, I'm, I'm disappointed that I find uh, that I, people I considered intelligent just blindly fall into the climate change cult. And they, they don't critically question it. You know, they'll praise Greta for sailing across the ocean and not realizing it's probably going to be worse for the environment because they have to fly people back and forward. Um, it, it's all just a showpiece. So it's, a, it's a new religion without uh, any redemption. So a, lead, a leading Great Barrier Reef researcher says academic staff at JCU are avoiding using their staff emails in the wake of the sacking of climate change skeptic Peter Ridd, Dr. Peter Ridd. They use Gmail, Hotmail, and Yahoo instead. Joe Brody uh, from the University's Center for Excellence for Coral Reef Studies told 730. 
Professor Reed was sacked last month for allegedly disrespectful comments he made about his colleagues on Sky TV and in private emails he sent on his university account. See, that was the thing. I, I, oh, uh, we'll see if they talk about it here, but I think he sent the emails to his wife. I think he sent the emails to his wife complaining. And the university went through his emails and found it. I mean, who, you should be able to bitch to your wife, shouldn't you? I mean, that, that's 90% that's of marriage. And I mean, that's coming from somebody who works with his wife all the time. According to documents filed in the Federal Circuit Court, Professor Ridd sent a private email describing a leading coral researcher as having not any clue about the weather and that he will give the normal doom signs about the Great Barrier Reef. I mean, who cares? Who cares? He also said in another email that JCU, along with other universities, are Orwellian in nature. Oh, no! The, the, the university is going to fire him because he said the university was Orwellian in nature. I'm sure that's not one. Well, I hope that's not. I hope that's not. I mean, they're monitoring his emails. Professor Brody was the target of some of, of Peter Reed's criticisms. <clears throat> but he still, still feels the search of the... Uh, he still feels the search of the outspoken academics' emails sends a terrible signal to the rest of JCU's academic staff. So, you know, he copped it from his colleague, which you do, and uh, he's still against the searching of the emails by the university. So that shows you. I mean, good on him. Good on him for taking that stand and that position. A lot of people will be thinking about what they wrote in emails they thought were private to the people they were sent to, he told 7.30. We know already lots of people are now using, are not using, now, sorry, we already, we know already lots of people are now not using the JCU email system. It's happening now. If they wanted, the JCU could go back through anybody's emails and find what they said, maybe even the senior management team. <coughs> JCU has defended the move. What we are expecting through the university's code of conduct and our enterprise agreement is that we have a safe, respectful, eth and ethical professional workplace. Deputy Vice Chancellor Ian Gordon told 7.30. He broke the code of conduct on many occasions. So, uh, was a complaint made? Did someone bitch and moan? The National uh, Tertiary Education Union accepts JCU was within its legal right to search Professor Ridd's email account but argues the university is breaching a principle of academic freedom. There's the appearance that this is related to utterances he made in his field of expertise, said the union's academic spokesman, Andrew Bonnell. Sometimes exchanges do get robust, but I think people should be able to cope with that. Well, I, I think the older people can. You know, I reckon good old, good old uh, John here is, frankly of uh, stern enough stuff to handle a unpleasant email from a colleague, you know? JCU argues the sacking of Peter Ridd had nothing to do with his, question of, with his questioning of the science of climate change or the decline of the Great Barrier Reef, but rather the manner in which he made his arguments. What's worse? I would rather they fired him because they didn't agree with his, his position on climate change or the Great Barrier Reef than the fact he sent a few emails with bad words. I, I think, personally, I think it's worse.
Which do you think is worse, guys? Do you agree with me? Do you, does it just feel wrong? I mean, come on. Peter has always been allowed to conduct himself in relation to what our expectations of academic freedom are. It's the fact that he broke the code of conduct on many occasions, said Professor Gordon. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think I could have handled an academic career. So Peter Ridd received an official warning in 2016 for critical comments he made about a colleague in an email he sent to a journalist. Okay, it was sent to a journalist. But he was charged with the sackable offences of serious misconduct last August after he told Sky TV that scientific organisations like the Australian Institute of Marine Science and the Ark Centre for Coral Reef Studies could no longer be trusted. Well, Peter Ridd still stands by his statement. There's no doubt that what I said was a robust thing, and it would have upset people. I don't dispute that. But the thing is, if you say something important, it's likely to upset people, he told 7.30. Professor Brody, an international authority on water quality, says he's locked horns with Peter Ridd for more than a decade. And he feels Peter Ridd did go too far on Sky TV, but argued that there were mitigating circumstances. He could not have put it in better words, but the problem, oh, sorry, he could have put it in better words, but the problem is when you're on Sky News and, and uh, Alan Jones, they will get you to say things beyond what you wanted to say, Professor Brody said. Peter Reid is challenging his dismissal in the Federal Circuit Court with support from crowdfunding and the Institute of Public Affairs, a promoter of climate change skepticism. And we all know how that turned out. So it really does seem like pretty pathetic reason for his dismissal and the fact that they've now had to cop over one million dollars and you know another penalty is a good sign let's see if they appeal it i'd put a carton on the fact well i would put a carton of tusker beer thumbs up if you know where this beer is from that i'm wearing thumbs up if you know um i'll put a carton of that on if they if they don't because i reckon it bloody well will just for the sake of it anyway guys like share and subscribe let me know what you think in the comments and I will see you later. Take care.